0: Hi everybody and um welcome um I'm Jackie Elliott this is Sober Sassy Life and this week we're trying something well I'm trying something uh new so at the moment I am broadcasting live on YouTube and I'm also recording this as a podcast and this will also appear on my website uh with a transcript as a blog so I thought that I would uh Try something new um, and if this works out and people like it, we'll make it a weekly event because people are consuming their information in lots of different ways and I wanted to uh, make sure that this was accessible to as many people as possible. So uh, welcome all the YouTube viewers, welcome to my normal podcast crowd and welcome to September. So a couple of uh, other things that we're going to do. Uh, which will be um, a regular kind of interval, is to have a look at alcohol in the news. Also have a look at what's happening in Sober Sassy life for the next week. And then we'll go into uh, this week's uh, article or this week's topic. So I want to start off with booze in the news. And we're all getting back after, uh, after the, the uh, summer. Um those of you who are listening in as a podcast, it's September at the moment. and I want to go back to an article, well, quite a few articles that've been in the news uh, over the last little while about baby boomers and the uh, baby boomers consumption of booze. So just to let you know, I'm 49 so I just I'm just the generation after. Uh, baby boomers so whether it's x or y I can't remember what it is that they call us but uh I remember my parents who are baby boomers um when I was quite small there was very little alcohol in the house it was um it was something that was always like a special occasion what alcohol was really designed to be it's used in celebrations at Christmas time and I don't remember there being much alcohol around until I'm going to say like the late 70s and early 80s and that kind of uh, coincided really with the economy um, exploding after we had been through pretty dire 70s, the 80s were kind of like lots of money around and consumption was a big thing, everybody was consuming and that kind of fell into the time where we started to see uh, wine appear more regularly on a, you know, on the on the dining room table. We started off with, you know, German wine and then French wine and then suddenly it was South African and Chilean and Australian and everybody was making wine and it was way more uh, uh, usual to see wine around and that seemed to to me as we went into the nineties that consumption just exploded and now. Um, what reports are telling us that baby boomers and my generation are still drinking uh, to excess and consuming and that really has started to contrast with millennials and one of the articles I found was actually from the Telegraph in the UK which actually goes back to um, May of this year but I thought it was worth talking about today because new studies have found that baby boomers are still Uh, consuming wine at alarming rates and although it doesn't mention my generation which is I believe it's x that came afterwards I bet that if they did a study on my generation they would find that that was a fact too so anyone in their 50s their late 40s and their 50s and going into their 60s is still consuming alcohol at an alarming rate now this particular article and I'll post the link to it uh, talks about Uh, Baby boomers being um, coming into their informative years during the time when, as I say, consumption was exploding. um, The world was becoming more liberal. Uh, Certainly, I was about five or six years old when the um, the the Women's Liberation Act, all of all of that kind of thing, was passed in the in the mid. Seventies. So up until then, for women particularly, consumption of alcohol was very much dependent on their husbands. I certainly never remember my mum going into a pub on her own, and I certainly don't remember uh, purchasing alcohol on her on her own. In fact, she still doesn't to this day. But for me, when I into the late eighties and the nineties, it was perfectly normal. So the whole uh, so society has moved uh, to this uh, consuming epidemic where everybody was drinking and, and eating and experiencing more 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 and now we seem to be moving back into a time where millennials thank god are a lot more responsible than we ever are also what this article talks about is the fact that millennials are the first generation that have really uh, started to not use alcohol to solve their problems. They are better equipped. They have better skills about dealing with stuff that goes wrong, about dealing with stress. There's m- many more tools out there. Certainly, uh, when I was growing up, therapy or counselling or anything like that was uh, really rare. It wasn't normal. And it actually, and if you had to go to counselling, it was something that had a lot of stigma attached to it. Now, not so much because we're way more enlightened about that kind of thing. So alcohol is less of a uh, medicinal thing than it was for my generation. So I'd be really interested to hear what any of you think about this, uh, the the change in generations and whether you think it applies. Uh, Maybe you're a millennial who uh, is dealing with alcohol dependency and you think this is a load of baloney maybe you are a baby boomer who identifies with this anyway i think it's uh i think it's interesting and also has some hope that maybe uh as we go through millennials will start to have a much more responsible and healthy relationship with booze than than my generation did so that's my booze in the news segment for this week so I wanted to talk a little bit about what's happening and Sober Sassy Life. At the moment, it, um, I'm, I live in British Columbia and British Columbia is recovery week this week and a recovery day, I think, on, on Saturday. Um, so it's purely by accident that my new book is out it is on kindle it's called sober ever after Two: how to quit drinking it follows on for, from sober ever after which was more of a of a memoir so i'm excited about that it's out on kindle at the moment it's 7.49 us uh, whatever that translates into uh uk or canadian um also my first book today is the sixth of September and for for today the next three or four days my first book is absolutely free to download on Kindle so you can go and download that right now if you're listening to that this are you watching this or listening to to it today then go over there and grab it for free and my second one is out so I'm really excited about that tomorrow uh, I'm also really uh, excited to be part of um, a, a, a series of interviews, and inter, uh, that my good friend Laura from Quit Whining is uh, conducting for the whole of this month because it's Recovery Month in the US at the moment, and she is located in the US. And throughout this month, she is uh, featuring Voices of Recovery on her website and her Facebook page. And I am very honoured to be the first one that she she has featured. And tomorrow we're doing a Facebook live on her page uh, at one PM East, uh, one PM Pacific, and four PM Eastern, where we're just we're going to chat about uh, sober uh, socializing and dealing with emotions once you are uh, once you've quit drinking. So I'm excited to talk to her about that. And uh, if you have uh, any questions, then come over to the page and uh, you can you can ask live. And if you have some questions but you can't get there live, then you can email me uh, today at Jackie at SoberSassyLife.com. Get your questions to me and I will make sure that that we include those in that live broadcast. Uh, So at the moment for for September, I'm going to have some more news next week about some uh, new resources I'm going to have on the website, which I'm quite excited about. And in the meantime, you can go and grab the book whenever you want to. Remember that the first one's absolutely free for the next few days, but you've got to have to be quick. So on to um, what I wanted to talk about today. So my news feed at the moment is filled with articles and memes about the fresh new start that we all have in September. So kids are back at school. Most people are back at work. You know, all pencils being in and notebooks and clean and shiny. Everyone's looking at their autumn wardrobe. And we're all kind of motivated to get shit done before that amazing mythical deadline of uh, Christmas. And it's no different for any of you who may be feeling the hangover of summer. And you're maybe contemplating finally... Uh, getting, you know, this sober thing sorted out, you know, before, again, Thanksgiving, if you're in the US or or Canada, and Christmas. The reasoning is sound. Boozy barbecues are over, the kids are back at school, you're not trying to herd them around like a bunch of cats, summer guests have gone, and there's a good long stretch before one of those dreaded celebrations are happening. So... The reasoning is that you can get a good stretch of sober time under your belt, whatever that means. And I'm not going to burst your bubble here because I'm firmly uh, encouraging everyone to quit today, right now. Because it will change your life forever. So don't think that I'm not being encouraging. But I am going to be a tiny voice of warning when we are thinking about fresh starts because putting all of your faith into these so-called fresh starts i mean is september the new january kind of thing can be a huge amount of pressure because we somehow believe that these fresh starts have magical powers but just as january the first is just another day, so is September the 1st or September the 5th or whatever day the kids went back to school, whatever your arbitrary September fresh start is supposed to be happening. And when the magic doesn't happen, it can be demoralizing, like we feel that we have uh, can't get back on track, that we somehow missed a great opportunity, and we slide back into old habits, telling ourselves that it will work again next time, we'll wait to the next fresh start. The next magical date where we can finally get this thing done. So, hands up everybody who has failed miserably with New Year's resolutions. So, my hand is up for everybody who's listening. Every diet that there ever was is doomed to failure if you start on January the 1st. And here are some reasons why. There's too much food still around. You're invited to to a, a New Year's Day party, so you blow it before you even start. too cold or wet to go to the gym you have guests staying, literally the list of why a diet will fail if you try and start on January 1st is, is limitless and in the same way I remember starting school in September and I loved the idea of a new school start I loved the fact that I had new notebooks and new pencils and new pens and new textbooks and you know a new bag to put them in and back in those days we had um, school uniforms so I really like the idea of a brand new school uniform I wanted that fresh start in September to be perfect because I believed if it's perfect I went there all um, in my new uniform with my new books and stuff like that then i have better grades, it would go really well. I would be part of a popular girls. I would be in school band. I would you know, all of those those things. So I put so much uh, pressure on the fact that this fresh start was gonna be perfect. And what happened, well usually what happened was weather happened. Because instead of it being, you know, a cool, crisp autumn morning when I stepped onto the school yard September the 5th, was usually hot and sweltering because September's usually a hot month. So instead of being in my beautiful new school uniform, I will be back in my old summer gear. And for some reason, that blew it for me. That the, the perfection and the magic had, had gone. And that threw me off track. My fresh start was blown. So my point is this. Fresh starts... These dates, which we tell ourselves where it's going to be different this time, these dates don't have magical powers. Our sobriety does not come from external forces. Our sobriety isn't dictated by the weather or other people or new notebooks or, you know, spring cleaning or fall cleaning. It's it's any external force it's not dictated by. What it's dictated by is internal forces. It comes from within. It's an internal decision. It's our mindset. And ironically, we have far more control over our mindset than anything else. Yet for some reason we put our faith in external forces which we can't control and which don't matter. So if you missed the magical... September fresh start start right now today is exactly the same as September the 1st it's exactly the same as January the 1st in fact today right now is the most magical day that you'll ever have because you can't control yesterday and you can't control tomorrow but you can control today so I'm just going to leave you with that thanks so much for joining me on this live broadcast if you have joined me live or you can watch the replay on YouTube and thank you for listening if you're listening in for a podcast and I will uh, be giving everybody a heads up when next week's live broadcast is if you would like to watch in and you'd like to ask me some questions because I can do that for these live broadcasts Um, and I will be talking to you very soon so have a great week, bye for now, bye